Galatians chapter 5. Go there with me. We're in a series, Through the Spirit series, taking each word, just breaking it down, and I uh, want to kind of read that text for you before we jump in today. Galatians 5, 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. We're on kindness today. The fruit of the Spirit is kindness. We're going to look at three questions. What is the spiritual fruit of kindness? What does God or the Bible say about kindness? And why does God want us to demonstrate kindness? Good questions. We're going to jump into them. Kindness, a word you don't hear much today. Today, the world equates kindness with weakness. That's exactly what we do today. You see someone being kind, it's like the world thinks they're just wimps. It's just seen as weakness today. But man, Jesus said, it is one of my fruits of the Spirit is kindness. We see it as not necessary. It's unimportant. You don't see it very often. It's not demonstrated as much. It's not taught or caught. It's not even recognized hardly anymore. And lo and behold, there are no awards assemblies where they're going to honor the kindest person in the school. Oh, no, yeah, we're, oh, yeah, he got a scholarship to this, scholarship to here. He's Mr. Athlete in this, Miss Athlete in this. But when it comes to, to kindness, it's not even recognized. It's not even recognized. But Jesus said, is a mark that you're mine. It is one of the fruits of the Spirit of God. When you got saved, you received the Holy Spirit of God. It's taken up residence in you. Because the Holy Spirit lives in you, you have the spiritual gift, you have the spiritual fruit of kindness. You can be kind. Not only you can you be kind, you should be kind. When something falls on the floor, you reach down and get it. But today we go, I need mine. I didn't drop it. Pick it up. There was a day where people picked up other people's stuff. There was a day when you left a ball out in your yard, a neighborhood kid wouldn't steal it. He'd take it and put it back in your yard. It's amazing. There was a day where doors got opened all the time for people. Now today, going any pack of sack, any bank, any store, People hurry outdoors because that way it shuts before the person coming in gets to it. And you go, wasn't on me. That door already shut. Sorry. Why not just stand there and wait until they get there? You don't see kindness anywhere. It's not even mentioned hardly. And lo and behold, you don't pull up behind a car and say, I'm the proud parent of a kindness student. (laughs) Do you see them? Anybody got, anybody got that car? Show me that car. Pull up to any intersection. Do you see that bumper sticker? Oh, no. Because what bumper stickers are really about is not kids, parents. I'm the proud parent of an honor roll student. But if you're a dyslexic kid like me, you ain't never getting a sticker. 
So what do your parents do? See that car? Mm-hmm. See that sticker? Mm-hmm. When, when are you going to get one? I'm not getting one. Because I'm having a real hard time whether that's a dog or a cat in that book, okay? I, I'm, I'm forgetting them, okay? I mean, you don't pull up behind a car and see I'm the proud parent of a kind student. Why not? Oh, you don't get no accolades for that. You don't put that on your letter jacket. Walk into college with a letter jacket that says, mm, all, all district kindness. All state kindness. Boy, that, that'll ream them in. As a jock, mm, you get dates like crazy with that sticker, okay? That's just not noticed. You don't, nobody cares anymore. But Matthew 5, 7 says, blessed are those who are merciful, mm, for they will be shown mercy. All the stuff the Bible talks about, the world does not honor. It doesn't lift it up. And if we're not careful, we as the church will succumb to the world. And what do we do? Son, you need to go out there and be a good athlete. You need to make straight A's. You need to be an honor road student. What about kindness? Kindness? What? Never do we say it. Never. You ever catch your kids in an act of kindness and elevate it? Because kids tend to do what they get caught doing and they're praised for. If they do it and they're never praised for it, they will stop doing it. They will. So if you catch your kids doing kind things, make sure you praise those kind things, and they'll keep doing them. First question, what is spiritual fruit of kindness? What is the spiritual fruit of kindness? The definition of kindness translates goodness, kindness, and generosity towards all people, no matter what they've done to us. Divine kindness, out of which God acted towards humankind, out of his great love and mercy. For while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Oh, God so loved the world that he gave his son. See, he loved us before we ever thought about loving him. He showed us mercy. He showed us mercy, man. When we, we didn't even think about mercy. We didn't care about mercy. When we didn't even want mercy. We didn't even deserve mercy. He showed us that. We, on the other hand, we think we can't show kindness unless we get acknowledged for it. But let me say something to you. If the only time we show kindness is because we get recognized, that's not kindness. Those are chores. See, today we raise kids on allowances and chores. Well, then they grow up and they only do things if they get monetary value out of them. Oh, Dad, you can't mow the yard? You're tired? You had a rough week? Well, I'd go mow it, but that's going to cost you 20. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Don't know. I, Dad, you want me to mow a yard for you? Well, you know, I'm, 20, I'm a little low on gas. What about kindness that just says, man, my dad is working his tail off. He's hardly even home, and he's tired. What if I got up, got up, <laughs> 
and put gas in a mower and went and mowed the yard. Why? So he'd give me 20 because he would notice, because I'd get accolades? Oh, no, because the Holy Spirit of God that lives inside of me pushing kindness to the top in my life. And I'm just going to do it out of the kindness of my heart because the love that my Father shows me even when I don't deserve it all the time. And the mercy that my Father shows me sometimes even when I don't deserve mercy. And the love I have for my Father motivates me to do that out of kindness. Why don't we see that anymore? We need to see that more. It's a godly fruit that each one of us can produce. It's in us, man. I wonder today, when you look at your spiritual tree, is your branch of kindness hanging low? What's your, what, 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 what kind of kindness is on your tree? Well, it's there if, uh, if I get something for it. That's not kindness. Well, if they'd notice it, I'd do it more. They don't notice, so I stop. Well, if I, you know, I, I do it, but I don't want to do it, but I think I should do it, I think I have to do it, that's not kindness. That's called works. We're not saved by works, okay? We're not saved by works. We're saved by grace, under good works. I don't do good things to get salvation. I do good things because I got salvation. That makes sense? So it's the kindness that is shown that is an overflow of that spirit of God that's living inside of me. What does the Bible or God say about kindness? That's a great question. Glad you asked. Let's jump in. What does the Bible say? That's kind of the most important thing, amen? What's the Bible say about kindness? When you go to Titus, Titus, behind Timothy, by the way, and there's two of them, okay? It's his twin brother. It's right behind that one, all right? Titus, chapter 3, look at verses 4 and 5. Titus 3, 4 and 5. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us. Not because of righteous things that we have done, but because of the mercy. He saved us through washing, through the washing of the rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. Not anything that we did, but by his mercy did he save us. Mercy and grace that he gave us. Go to Ephesians. Go to Ephesians. Go to chapter 2, Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2, look at verse 6. Let's begin there. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show his incomparable riches, his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from your this is a gift, this is not from yourselves, is a gift of God, not by works, so that no man may boast. It is his kindness that does this. We have the kindness of Christ living in us if we are born again. We're kind. Go to Romans, Romans chapter 12. 
and take you all over the place. Romans 12, look at 17 and 18. Romans 12, 17 and 18. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. I'll tell you, today, that's harder and harder to do. That's more and more reason that you better make sure you're getting up with the king. Because you're going to need a whole lot of the king in this world. He'll push you, push you, push you. One more, Ephesians. Go back to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians 4, 31, 32. Ephesians 4, 31, 32. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as, just as in Christ God forgave you. Over and over and over and over and over again. He does not set a pattern for us that he hasn't already done. Over and over he says, I have done this, you do this. I've done this, you do this. You say, well, I'm not Jesus. I get that. But the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. And the fruit of the Spirit lives in you. And you can because of him. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. My friend, you can be kind because of the kindness that was shown to you and the kindness that lives inside of you through the Holy Spirit of God. Kindness ought to be a thought that you have daily. When you see it, do it. When you have opportunity, do it. Let me ask you a question. What do you want your child to be? What do you want your child to be? Most of us in here would say, I want them to be successful. So we say, I want you to be successful, son, daughter. But you know what? There's a lot of successful people in this world. They're not kind. There's a lot of people in this world that are successful, and they're not kind. How about teaching your children that what you really want from them is for them to be kind? Because for most of us, our children will be successful Because that's how we raise them. But if all we put out there for them to reach is success, they're going to run hard after that. And may never think about anybody else but themselves. Listen to me. Success can make you selfish. It can. Kindness will never make you selfish. Teach your children how to be kind. Model for them kindness. And they will catch kindness and be kind. And along with that, they'll be successful. And a successful person that's kind is pretty stinking cool. I like that, okay? What do you want your child to be? Last thing is this. Why demonstrate kindness? Why demonstrate kindness? Go to uh, Philippians. Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. Let's get beginning verse 1. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with his spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, 
Then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in the Spirit and purpose. And watch this. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each one of you should look not only on your own interests, but also the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. Mm. Don't look on your own interest, but look on the interests of others. We live in a world that says, me, 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 me. We have dried through everything. Everything. But we got more tights in stores than I've ever seen. We have everything convenient. Everybody wants everything convenient. But then on the other hand, we should work out. Well, if we should work out so much, walk to the bank. Walk in the store. Walk in the restaurant. No, we want to drive up, have everything done. Listen to me. I'm not talking about diets and exercise here. But what I'm saying is we have got to understand that, 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 that kindness is a choice. You have to make the choice to be kind. You can be kind because the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Don't look only on the interests of yourselves. Because many people, the only time they're kind is they get something from it. If I'm not getting anything for it, I'm not going to be kind. And sometimes people are kind, and they paint on the most fake face you've ever seen. Can I just tell you that fakeness is not of God? It is of the enemy. So if you think that fakeness is attractive, I'm sorry, it's not. Fakeness makes people run away. You know and I know when someone's being fake and kind, and you know when it's genuine kindness. Do you think for a minute that Jesus was fake in his kindness? Never. You think he was genuine kind? You bet he was genuine kind. If we're going to be like Jesus, and we have the Holy Spirit living in us, which is Jesus as a guaranteed deposit, then we need, to be, we need to be kind. And I don't mean fake kind. I mean a generous kind. And if you say, well, I can't be generous, generous in my kind. I can't be genuine in my kindness. It's just it's hard for me then you need to get on your knees and surrender that area of your life to you and say, God, I am so fake in kindness. I am fake, fake, fake in kindness. It's very hard for me not to be fake in kindness. God, break that spirit of bondage in my life. Break it. I want you to crucify my flesh of fakeness. And I want you, God, to help me be a spirit-filled, kind person. That's a dangerous, stinking prayer. And we need to pray that because the world is sick of fake, kind Christians. But genuine, kind Christians will draw a crowd like you've never seen. Because a genuine Jesus drew many people. And a genuine Jesus died for people. And we're called to be that. Why demonstrate kindness? Because we're in it, but we're not supposed to be of it. Jesus said, I put you in this world. This is not your home. You're passing through. It will be tough. I'll tell you ahead of time. You're going to have troubles, and you're going to have rude people. Just know the greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And I've overcome the world, and they're not going to like you because they didn't like me, so don't think you can carry my name, and they like you. 
He said that to us. But he also said this. You have the fruit of the Spirit living in you. And I want you to be kind. I want you to be kind. I want you to be genuine. You be in it, not of it. This world is not supernaturally just kind. But we can be kind. I want to ask you four questions before we jump into invitation. This is for all of us. Does the kindness I show to others reflect God's kindness? Does the kindness I show to others reflect God's kindness? Do I seek to gain from kindness I show, or is it pure kindness? Is it pure kindness? Do my kind acts have a component of mercy, love, and compassion? And last is this. When I am truly able, how much do I sacrifice for others instead of showing selfishness? When I am able, how much do I sacrifice for others instead of being selfish? I'm going to invite the worship team to come up as we enter a time of invitation. When you teach on kindness, that's kind of like going in someone's kitchen without permission. Uh, it's very personal. My questions this morning are simply questions for us to think about and ask ourselves about kindness. How's your kindness meter? How are you doing in the area of kindness? I want you to close your eyes and bow your heads. Here's one question. It kind of tops all the other four. What did the Holy Spirit say to me through this message this morning? Not, not to the person next to you, in front of you, behind you. Not to the person you thought, wow, if my neighbor would have heard this, he'd be a whole lot easier to live with. What did the Holy Spirit say to you through this message this morning? Father, this morning, as we enter a time of invitation, Father... God, may we self-examine ourselves in the area of kindness. Father, we give awards and trophies for a whole lot of things. But kindness is hardly ever recognized or awarded. But in you, Father, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So God, I pray it would become a big deal for us. God, if we're fake in our kindness, I pray we crucify that today. If we need more kindness, may we, may we ask. Because the one who gives freely will give us kindness. God, if the reason we're not kind is because we don't know you, may we meet you today. And Father, I pray this morning that the Holy Spirit would move us if we need to move, Father. In Christ's name, amen.